Hey Chit Chatters, I hope you're having an amazing week. I'm coming to you live with a new episode and today's episode is a little bit about how building my business from the ground up has given me life. And that means a whole lot of things with a whole lot of different meanings, which we're going to dive into in this episode. But I'm excited to share this information with you because ultimately, I'm a person who has had many, many, many different business ventures. And when we talk about finding your purpose and finding your passion and really diving into those things, sometimes you realize that you want to be your own boss. So I'm excited to share all this with you. Let's dive in. Are you a millennial who's struggling to find more purpose? Do you feel confused when you think about what you're created to do here? Do you waste time on job search engines searching for a better fit? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, you don't have to feel that way anymore. Welcome to the Life and Business Coaching for Millennials, a safe space where people from all walks of life can come together to learn, grow, and transform. My name's Jose Miguel Longo, and I'm your host. Life and Business Coaching for Millennials is a place where diversity is celebrated and encouraged, where we can have open, honest conversations about uncovering your purpose in business, feeling more joy in your life, and ultimately finding more happiness and success. I look forward to having meaningful conversations and coaching sessions that will help you explore life, career options, be inspired, fueled, and fulfilled with laughter. It's time to chit-chat with Jose Miguel. Let's dive in. So in today's episode, I'm going to tell you about how I went from having side gigs to a side hustle. And I know that my fellow millennials and even um, those in the boomers are often looking at ways to either increase their income or have um, a more disposable income or how can they become more entrepreneur. And I've always had this entrepreneurial spirit Um, if there was anything that my mother gave me, I would say that was a blessing was the spirit to want to have my own business. Um, but along the way, I've had some side gigs that weren't really my own, um, aka network marketing, aka, um, franchising, aka, um, selling for other people and making basically zero dollars in the process while giving all your money to somebody else. (laughs) I know some of you out there are probably like nodding your head saying, yup, that was me. Um, And I've also had multiple jobs. So for example, I've had a full-time job while working part-time waiting tables and bartending. Um, Raise your hand if that's you, because I've done that too. Um, I've worked in retail part-time while having my full-time job. Um, Worked at Target, can't tell you how many other places I've worked also part-time. And so what's most important to me, and I think what's most valuable um, for people to know is that you need to really, at the core of it all, understand truly if you really want to have your own business. If you think that you're someone who wants to have the side hustle, then this call, this, this, this calling that's inside you um, ultimately will start to come out more and more and it'll start to show up. But you have to listen. It doesn't happen organically. I knew from the time that I was always addicted to work 
wanting to have more than one job and not being able to sit still that I was meant to have my own business. I didn't really quite know what the own business was supposed to be, and that took time. That took a lot of self-assessing and having the ability to understand and getting to know myself a little bit more, to understanding what it was that I meant to do, which is how I, this episode is called How Building Your Own Business from the Ground Up Can Give You Life. Because ultimately for me, if I were to think about any other project or any other um, business venture that I've done and think about how the time that it's taken to build that and actually succeed and see rewards from it, this has been the most fun I've ever had doing that. I can tell you that I've been doing what I do in my day job for over 10 years. I've worked in many different industries. I started out really young working in telecommunications. Um, I did sales. Um, and so I worked both in the corporate world and I've worked in the private sector and I now work in the public, public sector. So my experiences in, in relationship to the field of work and careers is pretty vast. But how I ended up from learning so much more about myself through the process of the work that I do in coaching was really me saying, I need to do this at a larger scale. And I currently work at a four-year college, four-year institution where I'm the director of career services. And even before taking on this position that I've held for two years now, um, I knew that I wanted to have my own business. I'll tell you what, I've had a um, business in Pampered Chef. So I had a Pampered Chef franchisee, which I did really good at. I could sell anything. And for me, cooking is fun. It's one of my favorite things to do. I love being in the kitchen. I love enjoying a nice cocktail while I'm cooking and having friends and hanging out and entertaining all those good things. But why wasn't it for me? Well, I think ultimately... I kind of let it fail, fail in the sense that I saw what it was, I got bored and I wanted to move on. It could have been bigger, but it really wasn't what I wanted to be doing. I felt like I constantly had to buy, buy, buy to sell, 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 and I didn't feel like I was getting anything out of the experience. Yes, people were buying, but let's just be honest, Pampered Chef products are expensive, Although they're amazing quality. So I will be the first in line to go to a Pampered Chef party and buy something. I'm going to definitely pull out my credit card and spend some money. But I realized, you know, after two years of doing it, it just wasn't for me. Fine. Move on to the next thing. Then the next shiny thing that came up was a network marketing business called Market America. And what was good about Market America was the people and the relationships I also got amazing training. Oh, by the way, I became a health and wellness coach, which you can't take that away from anybody no matter where you go and what you do. I got certified. I learned about amazing products, but most importantly, I learned how to coach people to live a healthier and a, and a better life for themselves, not just in understanding about products you can consume to help you do that, but understanding how to live a healthier lifestyle and the foods you eat and how to exercise and how to diet. Now, Mind you, I'm not a licensed nutritionist. I'm not a medical professional. So none of that training came from the idea of 
medicine. It came simply from a holistic perspective of how to offer someone coaching who's looking to live a more healthier lifestyle, more fit lifestyle. And just like anybody else who's a personal trainer, you go through a certification process to become um, a health and wellness trainer and coach. So that was an amazing experience. Um, and the thing for me about Market America was like I dumped so much money. And anybody who's ever done multi-level um, MLM type of marketing um, fields or type of businesses knows that you need to spend some big um, dollars to to make some money. And for me, I was in a position where I had just finished my master's degree or in the process of finishing my master's degree. I had student loan debt up the wazoo, which I still do. And ultimately, I wanted to get myself out of debt. And I thought that by investing in this business, I was going to get a return on my investment. And when people start to see that you have to spend $500, $600, $700 to create a business um, that ultimately you don't see a return after years and years of doing it. And then you have to convince someone to join your team to do that same type of work, that could be draining on your bank account, especially if you're on a budget, right? And not everyone has the ability to go out there and put out that amount of money. And if you do, then you have a disposable income to do that. The difference between a, uh, a side gig and a side hustle is that that side gig is supposed to help you make money to either pay off those credit card bills. Maybe it's to have some savings and that extra cushion. Maybe it's to help you stop living from paycheck to paycheck or you're saving for a rainy day. I remember after getting out of Market America, I transitioned to um, not soon thereafter working at Target part-time for th almost three years. And I did it for obvious reasons. I did it one to pay off my credit card debt um, which I'm, you know, almost just about done paying, but I'm not working there anymore. And then two, it ended up being money that I was saving for my wedding. And, you know, people have a goal. When you talk about wanting to achieve a goal, you have to believe in the fact that any goal you set your mind to do, you can achieve. It's so important that anything and everything in life has, you have the ability to do. It's about mindset. Um, Marie Forleo always says everything is figure outable. I love that book. I love Marie Forleo. It is such a true story. It's so important that you and one of my, my favorite friends, she always says, get your mind right. Thank you, Kimberly Joy Dixon. You better get your mind right if you want to achieve success, if you want to achieve any goal in life. So the deeper I got, and I knew this all along, that I believe it at the time, no, I just don't think that I was in the right place at the right moment in my life to start the business that I have today. I wasn't where I needed to be to do it the way I'm doing it today. Um, and I'm, I'm fully invested. Let me tell you that I, I mentioned before in other episodes early on that I talked about, you know, wanting to do the podcast and the podcast you know, had been this vision that I had and I had this whole idea behind what this show was going to be and what it was going to look like. And it has completely transformed itself from what I thought it was going to be to something even bigger because I realized more about who my audience was, which is also part of the process and understanding what is your side hustle supposed to be. 
So in a minute, we're going to dig deeper into a couple of key points that I've learned along the way. And I'm still learning. Here's the thing, though. I do have multiple degrees. I do have a business degree. Um, I do have a degree in, in higher education. I, I, I have all the experience in the world. But there is, you know, there may be people who say there's a rule book. I don't know that there's actually a rule book. I think there's a process that people can follow in building a business. I don't think that there's a right or wrong way of doing it. I think you have to learn on your own and how you want it to be built. And you ha- you can only do one thing at a time, which is the part that I'm learning about this process. I ultimately know that how I want to serve people is by giving them authentic, goal-setting, accountability, coaching for their life, their career, and their business. Now, yes, granted, I'm starting my own business in this process, but I've been doing the coaching for years. I am a coach who's been working with people for over 11 years. And I I pause and I hesitate when I say that only because I can't think, I can't, like, it's, it's crazy to think about how long it's taken me to get to this point to actually start doing it on my own. I don't want to do my job that I'm doing every single day for the rest of my life. My job is rewarding because I know that I'm helping college students, I'm helping people who have lost their jobs, I'm helping people figure out their passion and the purpose in life, whether you're in college or not. I understand that, I and I, and I love doing that. But I know my calling is to do it at a larger scale. It's to do more people. This podcast is one way of doing that. The people who go to my my podcast and listen to these episodes every week, I have new people coming and joining and listening to the show. That's one way of doing it. Me building my website. <clears throat> yes, my website is done. Um, if y'all can go visit the page, it's coachingwithjoseamiguel.com. And I'm so excited for this because it's taken me forever to build this this amazing presence i'm you know for me it's it's kind of i'm getting goosebumps saying it it was kind of like the missing piece into kind of putting the puzzle together and the the piece was always there but the piece wasn't fully built and now it's glued um there are obviously more layers to this that you know i can talk about in detail but for now I've realized how rewarding for me personally this has been. Can I also tell you, though, I know from having had experience in other businesses that it takes time to make money. And you have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in your business. You have to invest in your brand. When I say invest, I don't necessarily mean dollars. I mean time. I mean Um, patience, showing up. Um, I wrote some notes down that I want to share with you because I think when I start to map things out, for me, I'm a visual person. And ultimately, when I come to do these episodes with you where it's just me talking and, you know, kind of giving you my wisdom and my experience, I like to map out certain things so they don't forget. Sometimes I forget key points. I'm like, oh, I wish I had said this. So, you know, ultimately, I, I think what's really important when I think about my process and how I've lived through this, again, I'm not, I'm not emphasizing this because I don't want people to take this 
and think, oh, you know, he he's an expert at this. I'm not an expert in and the idea of building the business. I'm an expert at helping people and coaching them through their business. It's very different when you're sitting on the other side of the table. Um, have I had other businesses? Like I said before, yes. But the the process is different for everybody. So when I talk to someone and coaching them through their business, I'm giving advice. And the advice is solicited because someone sought me out for that advice. They asked for my opinion. And... I think my opinion is valuable. I think I add value to someone who needs help. So what's really, really important when we talk about um, wanting to build a business is that you need to recognize that you have to believe in yourself to build the business. You also have to recognize what you're meant to do. What is, it your, what is your talent, right? What is the talent that you're offering? Who is it that you're inspiring and who do you want to inspire? There's a huge difference in people who want to become an entrepreneur because it's such a big thing to do today. And, you know, one of the things that I've learned while I was trying to do some research was in 2017, Forbes released um, some statistics that said that millennials starting their own business 62% of them have considered starting their own business, over 62%. Um, And I'll link the article to the show notes so that people who are listening can recognize that there's a lot of face value that comes with that. I know a lot of my peers, when I say peers, millennials, um, have wanted to start their own business and have an interest in doing that. Whether you're looking at doing consulting because you've spent, you know, 10 plus years in your field and you feel like you're an expert at that. Again, face value is that you have this experience that no one can take away from you. And you want to offer that experience and expertise to someone else who may need it. That's critical. Um, So, again, recognizing that you have to believe in yourself to build the business. You also have to recognize, you know, what are your talents and who you're looking to inspire. Okay. Um, Some other things that are really, really important is that you need to identify who you are and who you're going to serve. This goes hand in hand with your niche and your market, okay? For me, after spending 11 years coaching people, I've realized that I want to dig deeper into coaching. So the kind of coaching that I've been doing for the past 11 years, most people would say it's career coaching, which, yes, it is career cho- career coaching. However, what's happened in the process is that organically and holistically, and I'll explain to you the organic piece first, organically, I'm helping someone in their life. And one of my strengths and my strengths in being able to listen and understand what people are feeling and what people are experiencing and be able to reflect on key points and what they're saying to identify their triggers and then help them and provide them with insight on what they've shared with me. That's for me, one of my strengths and I identify with being able to help people. Now, in that process, I'm learning about this person. I'm learning about what this person likes. I'm learning about the person's hobbies. I'm learning about the person's skills, what they're willing to do and their values. All critical things in life 
all critical things in in someone's career and life and career are paired very very closely together i will remind you of this all the time and you spend more time in your career than you do in anything else because and i think that's shifting now because people are obviously living longer so sometimes people are obviously going to maybe possibly exceed um their life beyond their retirement where in earlier years people would retire at you know 62 or 55 and they would live for another 20 years but you spend 30 or 40 years working today's world people are living 30 40 50 years longer than their retirement and so most people go on to retire and go and start a brand new career for another 10 years why because they want more disposable income because they can afford to because they're living longer they are still enjoying their lives there's people out there that retire and go start another career adding 20 30 40 thousand dollars extra into their retirement because they're bringing in an income and they're then collecting their social security at 62 um, some people choose to collect the earlier and these people are traveling the world and still having another job so you know that for them is their side gig or their side hustle um or in some some cases people will retire and then start their own business which then becomes the true side hustle the other thing that i'm seeing in trends for careers right now is that more and more so besides the millennial generation the gen y is the next generation gen z they're looking at side gigs and side hustles because they're seeing their parents and their families and their friends who have realized that they want that and how they want to equate to success and being able to either do things that they enjoy as a hobby and make money off of it. So for example, someone who has a full-time job but then also has an Etsy shop where they create different things, whether it's jewelry or selling um, mugs or selling you know, someone who makes cakes or someone who makes pastries, anything that's your talent, right? And I truly believe that when you talk about trying to either build a business or or have that side hustle, you want it to be in something that you enjoy doing. So for me, you know, taking it to the next level outside of the full-time job is that I want to grow this business to not just be a small fraction of the thousands of students I've helped over the past 11 years, but I want to grow it globally. I want an audience from all over the world, not from just the podcast listening. Mind you, my podcast is heard in 10 different countries. Hello, that's super exciting. But also from the perspective of, I want to help people in Asia, in Australia, in Europe, Anyone who who thinks they need some coaching advice, whether it's in your life, your career, your relationship, your business, I'm here for it. I have that experience and I have the background, I have the education. And I'm coming to you with an open heart because truly when I do this work, it's so rewarding to me. I am very passionate about it. And that's also important as you go through this process is making sure that your heart's in it that you're truly showing up for it. So kind of transitioning a little bit, you know, we talked a little bit about, um, you know, identifying who you are and who you're going to serve. So again, I mentioned this is the niche, this is the market. So I know for me that my niche is life, business, and career coaching, okay? My market, which is the audience, 
is millennials. And I narrowed that down to a specific group because it was important for me to recognize who I am and how I've been serving people for the past 11 years. And when I've looked at who I've served, it's predominantly been millennials. Now, granted, I will help anyone who wants my help. Um, however, I know that when I want to go out there and serve them and help them, it's a person who is going through a period of their life where they're looking to find their purpose and they're confused about the journey that they've been on so far. Everyone has a journey in their life that they're meant to fulfill and they're meant to complete. And I feel like everyone has God-given talents that they're meant to be doing and using. Oftentimes, we go on this journey and path that we get distracted about what that's supposed to be. And that's called life. <laughs> it's called, you know, growing up, going to college, you know, getting married or not getting married or getting the job and becoming a workaholic and getting stuck in the rat race. And then, you know, if you have kids or if you don't have kids or you're a single parent, whatever it might be that you are experiencing in your life, I get it. I totally get it. And I think that sometimes people wake up and they're in this point of their life of like, what just happened? Where did my, my 20s, where did my 30s, where did my 40s go? And then they find themselves stuck and they want to explore themselves. They want to figure themselves out. And that's part of growing in life. That's part of the discovery purpose and this, the piece about you learning about yourself. Sometimes that happens in, a, in the person at the right moment and it's for a reason. I feel that everything happens for a reason. So that's me, okay? Now, you have to ask yourself if you're going through this process and you're listening to this, what is your unique idea, okay? Understanding that coming up with a solid idea is going to be difficult and you have to be patient, okay? But your business needs to be able to offer a solution and needs to be able to identify a problem and offer a solution. Or maybe there's a gap in the market that you're looking to fill, okay? Now, people are probably saying, but what if somebody else already does it? Yes, there are hundreds of thousands of life coaches out there. There's a hundreds of thousands of pizzerias out there. There's a hundreds of thousands of bakery out there, jewelers, um, everything, right? But what's different about each one of them is that it's not you. You have something different in how you serve people. You need to show up. Does that make sense? Is that clear? Like you have to really show up and understand who you are, how you're showcasing it to people, and you need to bring your uniqueness and talent to it. That's what the most important thing is there. And then you have to offer your, ask yourself questions, which I kind of just you know iterated them without asking the question is, but what are you meant to serve the world with? Okay. And then what are your unique offerings and talents? So you have to be able to understand while you're trying to figure out what your unique idea is, answer those questions. This takes some brainstorming. This takes some time. This does not happen overnight. Can I tell you that I struggled with finding out who my audience is? I struggled because for the longest time, I've been working with people who are from the age of 17 to probably 70. I've worked with alums in my career 
who are going through a second career um, and transitioning into that. And sometimes it's been someone who's a veteran who was retiring from the military and then entering the civilian world who needed some career advice on how to transform their resume and transform their credentials into the civilian world and then getting some guidance on how looking for a job. It's been people who have spent 20, 30 plus years doing the same job every single day and now they're starting over. I've had people who have said to me, I hate my job. I'm tired of doing this. I want to do something new. And there's a lot of exploration that has to dig in. There's a lot of self-discover that happens. Um, I remember working with someone years ago who went from doing accounting, being an accountant, certified CPA, um, to doing nursing. So they transitioned from two different fields, completely different fields. And they realized that they always wanted to help people. So yes, you're helping people in accounting, but you're helping them very differently, very different from when you're helping someone in nursing. Right. So that person went back to school and sometimes it takes going back to getting a different degree or furthering your education to dig deeper at what you want to specialize in focusing in. Um, so these are all things that are super, super important in this process. I can tell you that I had to learn them and I had to figure it out. So I narrowed down, you know, from that 17 to 70 year old. I narrowed it down to the millennial market because I know that it's a 25-year age group. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a, a male or female cisgender or however you identify. I don't care. I love you either way. Um, for me, it's just that market because I feel like I connect with them the most. I get them. I'm living it with them. And, you know, I grew up in that generation. It makes sense to me. Um, so for you, it may be different. So again, asking yourself, what are you meant to serve the world with? What is your unique offering and talent? Okay, so it's important for you to do the research for that. It's important for you to get a clear message and um, discovering your niche and who you're meant to be serving. Um, and then you may have to do some research to understand more about your target audience. One way of doing this is by sharing people, sharing with people you know, your idea that you may have and, you know, polling it, whether it's through social media, whether it's through family members, maybe it's your colleagues, whoever you want. It's super, super important to do that. Um, some people call target audience your avatar. Um, you have to ask yourself again, you know, who are they? What do they want? Where are they? How can you serve them? Those were questions I asked myself. So the other piece is, how do you make money? Now, granted, there's a lot of layers to this process, right? For me, I wanted to do this organically and obviously the least expensive way. And so ultimately, there were pieces to this that took time. The podcast, I had to go and discover and learn how to create a podcast and what the podcast is. And so, so for me, the podcast is meant to be an organic funnel to my website, an organic funnel to my social media channels, an organic funnel to then showcase prospective clients as coaching sessions so that my audience can hear the live coaching. And then also the people who I bring in as guests, as people that are my partners, people who support me, people who believe in what I do, who have worked with me, um, people who I've met through networking. 
those that's another way of organically wanting to get people to my business. So, you know, I mentioned the the website being done, which is super excited for me, right? Because that's a key critical point to building your business. Now, all of these things you can do for free. I invested in a podcast microphone because that was obviously something that was essential. Many people, believe it or not, record their podcast episodes on their phone. What you need to be mindful of if you're thinking about doing a podcast is making sure that you have a good microphone, you can be in a room that is soundproof or has really good sound barriers um, so that your audio is clean. Um, And then you have to have a hosting platform, which you can find hosting for free um, through different apps. I know Anchor is one of them. Um, There's quite a few out there. They're all different. And um, you can also then start um, a Facebook group. That's another way of creating engagement in an audience um, and being able to start connecting with people. Then you start to show up on Instagram and Instagram stories. um, And you start to market yourself and you start to think about different ideas. These are all things that have come with time. I knew they existed. I've been doing them for quite a while, but I was never like invested in doing it as much as I have been now because now I see the progress that I've been building for the last few months. I see what's coming to fruition. Um, the website takes time to build. For me, I was invested because I wanted a certain presence. I wanted a certain look. You know, it's live, but there's parts of it that are still under construction. There's still parts of it that I have to edit. But for the most part, the, the, the meat and potatoes, the bones of it are there. Um, and so that, that's existing. But everyone has a different process to this and everyone's going to experience it differently. So at, at the kind of foundation of it all, you have to sit down with a pen and paper, dig really deep into your values, your skills, your talent, and ask yourself, what do I want? And it's okay if you don't want that side hustle, if you don't want to build that business as an entrepreneur. And maybe you just do have a side gig. Maybe you do go work, you know, as a bartender or um, waiting tables. Let me tell you, I made, at one point in in my life, I was waiting tables and bartending just in the summer um, to pay for my, my rent while I was in college. And I made more money doing that than some of the jobs that I've had. And if you hustle, you can make really good tips. And it and you can make really good connections. It can lead to job opportunities if that's something you're interested in. But it's different for everyone. And I thought for me right now, it was important for me to share with you what I'm going through in my experience. Because I like to share with my audience about what I'm going through and what I'm experiencing. I have to tell you that... Again, it's given me life. I'm loving this podcast. I appreciate, you know, all of my listeners. I never thought that I would have nearly 400 downloads. That's 400 unique people listening to this show week after week. Um, And it's giving me the motivation and the encouragement to keep going, to keep going in this process. Because, like I said, you have to have patience. You have to have the, the mindset to know that, to make money and to grow an audience and to serve people, it doesn't happen overnight. And you have to show up time and time again. So having said that, 
thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I truly appreciate it. It means the world to me that you show up week after week to listen to me and listen to my audience and listen to the coaching sessions. It means the world. I hope that you enjoy this episode. If you do, please like it. Please subscribe to the show. Leave me a review. I read every single review. All the peace and love. Stay safe and healthy. Hey, Chit Chatter, before you go, if you love this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I read every single one of them. It would mean the world to me. And if you love some free coaching, go ahead, like, subscribe, and in the review, leave us a comment. Go ahead and screenshot it and then post it on over on Instagram stories and tag me at Jose Miguel Longo. Thank you so much for listening. All my love. And I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode.